I just somehow I've I've never actually seen ET. Well, I mean, if you play the Atari game, you basically got the entire story out of that, so it's okay. I, <laughs> I have played that game, and I, I don't that's know. That's all you need to know. I don't know if that's one hundred percent correct, but pits and phones. That's, yeah, that's all it is. That's all the movie is. Yeah, just, just ET falling down a bunch of holes yep. and, and, and a bunch phones. of men in trench coats walking. Yeah, and pieces of a phone. And okay, yeah, okay. that's all you need to know. That's that's it, huh? Huh. <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess I don't need Speaking to watch ETs. ETs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the e- ETs plural. Yeah. Extras yeah. terrestrial. Yeah. No, that's well, not. Well, I should start this way. Welcome to Atomic Monsoon. Oh, hey, that's us. Yeah. yeah. And that's... who was who that that we just heard to our theme song? Oh, that's the uh, the Def M Records All Stars. Fantastic. And where yeah. can we find out more about them? You can find out more about uh, the bands that make up the Def M Records All Stars at defmrecords.com. D E A F M R E C O R D S.com fantastic yes all right so today i guess uh just in honor of the fact that area everybody's hanging out at area 51 today everybody yeah well yeah I it mean, turns out it's like 70 people yeah just kind of standing around being nice like, no like, i know it, it's funny that the <laughs> that facebook event went up on june 27th yeah and for three months it was like ah, oh, we're atomic area 51 whatever we're gonna go do this thing everyone's gonna go raid area 51 we're gonna naruto run at it and then a couple they, weeks ago two out. guys actually tried and got arrested and disappeared and now everybody's like oh no never mind yeah yeah <laughs> so today like five dozen people showed up and they're all just kind of standing around being like well, yeah they're having a music what? festival there's that too. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Alien stock is going on. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> at least there's a you know there's an there's, actual reason for them going there and something yeah. going on. So yeah, and the Good the little uh, ALE Inn, uh, yeah. which is a a local uh, inn yeah. in the area. Um, they're they're completely booked up. All fourteen of their rooms. Yep. And, yep. and the and diner there in town is uh-huh. it's full. Packed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the little uh, the ALE Inn. Uh, Set up a little campground for extra visitors yeah. with uh, porta potties and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so. yeah, no. There's a huge field of them that I saw, like just this giant line <laughs> of like 40 porta potties. Yeah. There's like 12 people there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, it happened. Yeah. I, that's. I, there was a part of me that was thinking, this is three months out. We're probably all going to forget about it by then, and um, we have. Uh, <laughs> for the most part, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, aliens are neat potentially. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, and the, and the other day, uh, uh, it's there's, there's, it always cracks me up when you hear the, the um, actual way people use the wordage of it. Uh, yes. The Navy said that uh, the gentleman from Blink-182, who's been a proponent of uh, unidentified aerial phenomena. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Like, yes, it, what, the video he's talking about, yes, it is unidentified aerial phenomena. Yes, we, yes it is. Yeah. It's, like, it's a flying object. We yeah, don't know what it is. Yeah. And people... <laughs> They're admitting UFOs are real. Well, they've always admitted that UFOs, unidentified right. flying objects, are real. Right. They've always denied alien spacecrafts right. are real. Right. So. The, right. UFO does not mean alien spacecraft. Yes. <laughs> UFO means unidentified flying object. It's yeah. something in the air, and we don't know what yeah. it is. If you paint a Frisbee a funky color and you throw it through the air, somebody goes, what's that? That was a UFO. Yeah. Quite yeah. literally, by the definition, that was a UFO. There are times where there are birds that I can call UFOs because I'm not sure if it's a bird or a bat. Yeah, this I can't. Is very I, true. I cannot identify that flying object. But we're here to talk about the space aliens. 
Oh, the space aliens. Culture. Yeah. 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 That kind of UFO is okay. what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> oh, the kind that we just clarified we're not talking yes, about. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Good, yes. good, good. Yes. Well, there's a lot of people think, you know, UFOs, they immediately think alien, you know, species and things like that. Right. And, body know, probes. Yeah. And with all the Area 51 stuff, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of funny circles. to see that, that distinction. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, UFOs are real. These aliens are. Wait, nah, not quite. No. No. But we're here no. to talk about the flying saucer type of aliens. Ooh, like Plan 9 from Outer Space exactly kind of aliens? Exactly that kind of alien. Oh, yeah, that yeah. kind of aliens. Terrible. Those kind of aliens in pop culture. I mean, yeah. it's basically, it's kind of gone hand in hand forever. I mean, space yeah. aliens, like, move other than, like, monsters. Right. <laughs> aliens are kind of like the, you know, those it, are like your two staples of, like, science fiction, fantasy, horror kind of stuff. Like, it's... They're kind of your go-to. I mean, it's, it's really true. And and some of those space aliens could just be called monsters, yeah. right? Like the, I mean, the, the mutants from uh, this island Earth. Yeah, I mean, the biggest right. freak out in pop culture history was because of aliens. Oh, are you talking about the the War of the Worlds? Yeah, when uh, <laughs> when Orson Welles was just reading a script over the air, and some people tuned. Yeah, in they and were didn't doing realize. a radio play, man. Just, yeah. just doing a straight radio play and presenting it like it was actual news, mm-hmm. and doing the, the play that way. And at the time, the only news there was. Was on the radio. Right. So if you turn on your one source for news. And oh, suddenly shit. there's aliens attacking. There's aliens attacking. What? Yeah. What's going on? Everybody freaking out. It was, yeah. it was kind of an interesting, uh, yeah. interesting thing. And aliens have always kind of uh, had that spot in our in our mindset, I think, for just that unknown. It's the next great beyond. We're, we're kind of out of the explorer mindset for our, our world. Right. So the next logical step would be exploring other worlds. Oh, you mean space, the yeah. final frontier. There we go. Yeah. 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 Oh, I so, just got so what, that. Are, what, what's, <laughs> what are some of your favorite aliens? Um, that's a good question. Uh, uh, I mean, I, the obvious answer is the Transformers are my favorite aliens, okay. right? But um, outside of, of... Speaking of Wells, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Orson Wells, speaking of um, pop culture, um, yeah. things I spend way too much time obsessing over. Um Worf. Ah, Worf's a good one. Right? Yeah, good I mean, because we just talked about Star Trek a little yeah. bit. And, and yeah, uh, Commander Worf is, is uh, you know, security officer Worf. I don't know his actual title. L- Lieutenant Commander Worf. I think it, it, it varies because he gets promoted a couple times. That's and true. he goes to other things. And yeah. Like, he was commander of his own ship at one time on DS9. Yeah. So I have yeah. no idea what his actual okay. rank well, is. Well, Mr. Worf. He's just Worf. Um, Michael Dorn's character on Star Trek The Next Generation and then DS9. He's like the... Star Trek version of Prince. It's just Worf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, he's he's great because I, I really appreciate uh, that he comes from a culture where certain things are celebrated. Yeah. Certain mindsets, certain lifestyles are celebrated. But he is doing his best to work in a completely different culture that has different standards. Yeah. And he's still trying to maintain his own traditions and everything, right? Yeah. And not just completely assimilate into the United Federation of Planets, but is also... Like, okay, so the warrior race, like the, the, the warrior mindset of the Klingons doesn't work here. We need to be a little more democratic, a little more diplomatic. How, how do you balance that? Yeah. And yeah, he was always one of my favorite characters on, on The Next Generation because it was always fascinating to see somebody from a completely different culture, somebody that you know, mm-hmm. was, you could say, more of a primitive style culture. 
you according could. to their rules in in, in right. Star Trek, you know, because yeah. they were still the warrior mindset, still the you know going through the ritualistic stuff and things right. like that. I mean, even in the Next Generation, you see there's episodes that'll start out with you know Worf in some kind of like ritual where he's sweating and swinging around his bat lift and you know just right. And, and they they kind of celebrated that keeping your traditions alive kind of thing, despite the fact that they might be antiquated according to society. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that there's um. You know, my, my, my dad's mom was Polish, um, and there was another Polish lady uh, that lived either next door to us or, like, diagonally across the yard. And they would speak mm-hmm. to each other in Polish across the yards. Yeah. Um, and so I, I appreciate uh, anyone who's trying to keep kind of their old world customs alive despite living in a world where – or, like, a new world, really, um, yeah. where – you know, hey, the old world customs don't really fit, but like they're, you know, there's still yeah. a place for them. There's still value in in the way that things used to be done. You know, just because something's old doesn't mean it's bad. No, and um, a lot of that stuff, I mean, it just comes down to it can even just be a cleansing thing mentally. It doesn't have to do with anything with an actual, you know, right? You know, just the process and the ritual of it can be mm-hmm. something good for you just mentally, kind of stuff. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it doesn't yeah. actually have to have like, oh, we're doing this because it's going to bring us. No, it could just. It's an old school ritual. It's a meditation. Yeah. It's whatever you need it to be, you know, helps mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So Worf was always good at an yeah. analog for that. I, I liked him a lot. Yeah. And, you know, we always have the aliens that were, you know, part of our pop culture growing up. I mean, technically He-Man's an alien. Technically, well, technically He-Man's mom is an alien. Well, this is true. Right? Because this Eternia is, is another planet. Yeah. And He-Man's mom was a, a human from Earth that yeah. got lost on that planet. Which and is another thing that pops up a lot in pop cu- pop culture. The the your dad or your mom is from another planet, and yeah. you're half e- uh, alien kind of uh-huh. thing popping up. I mean, uh-huh. we see it like most prominently. Probably the thing that would pop in most people's heads today would be Star Lord. Sure, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. That's an instant one that just, yep. can pop in there. Yep. Um, I mean, but you got that all through. Like when we were kids in the '80s, I remember there was a show. Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, I just had a brain fart on it. Um, the it was well, I think it was Out of This World. The young yes. lady, yes, it was out of this world. The yeah, young lady, her, she had a, her dad was an alien and came and knocked the, up her mom. And then he had a little diamond that he talked to her through the, yes. on her bedstand and mm-hmm, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We um, had that. Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Third right? Rock. Which that was great. wasn't a parent thing, but it was yeah. a whole group of aliens yeah, coming. Yeah, living on Earth, the Coneheads. Right. I mean, right. yeah, just yeah. all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and more recently, Steven Universe. I don't know if you've gotten into that no, show. No, I have not. Okay, so Steven Universe is a Cartoon Network show. Mm-hmm. Um, the episodes are you know, I know eleven minutes, right? Um, and yeah, Steven's mom is a crystal gem. She's from Gem World. Um, she's she's an alien that fell in love with a uh, struggling musician. We'll say. You said is this Cartoon Network? Cartoon Network. Okay, yep. so no association to Gem World DC Comics. Gem World. No, okay. no. In fact, it's it's Homeworld is the name of the gem's planet. Oh, okay. probably because of Princess Amethyst of Gemworld. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Steven Universe's dad, Greg Universe, Mr. Universe, because okay. he's a, a touring, struggling musician, uh, found this this wonderful, large, pink-haired woman, and, and you know, it was love at first sight for both of them, and they they had a child, and and because of the physiology of gems, um, rose quartz ceased to exist and became Steven, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Um, and her, her, uh, consort, her, um, cabinet, whatever, like her, her, basically her people, mm-hmm. um, now all the three of them all act as like Steve's, Steven's surrogate moms. Okay. Um, and the show's wonderful. And, uh, is, is like 
all ages is a term that's usually meant for kids stuff, yeah. right? But I think Steven Universe really, truly is an all-ages show. It may not be for every audience member, yeah. but I think that at, you know, ages like four to four hundred, like there's yeah. there's something for potentially everybody yeah. on that show. I don't know. Um, but it, it is technically about aliens, even yeah. as much as it's kind of a mashup of The Legend of Zelda and Sailor Moon. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Sailor Moon is an alien. Technically, yeah. she's from the moon. Yeah, I mean, and technically, he's a Martian, but Marvin. Martin. Mm, yes. Excuse me. Yes. That. That. I mean. That makes him an alien, right? He's. He is a yeah. foreigner. Yeah. That's, Even though he's from Mars, so technically he's a Martian. We have a proper name for his type of right. alien. He's still an alien. Yes. He's just specifically a Martian. A alien. Martian. Yes. Yeah. So, which he was always one of my favorite characters on on Looney Tunes. Man, I loved watching those where it has to blow up to Earth because it's in his view, like, in the way just, of Venus. Yeah. Yes. Yes. With his Q thirty six space modulator. Yep. Uh, true story. Um, the Def M Records, one of the members of the Def, Def, one of the members of Def M Records All Stars. I know for a fact Marvin the Martian is his favorite Looney Tunes character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, a good choice. Good choice. And one of the groups, and I'm blanking on which one right now. Um, the Saturn Three, the Saturn Three, who are, are three astronauts that have been lost around Saturn. That is the story of this band. Okay. Um, they actually have a song called Q36, which is about Marvin Martian. <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah. That's great. Well, I mean, we're just, you're talking about aliens and stuff, and the Area 51 raids are going on right now. And Area 51 something that pops up a lot yeah. in pop culture. I, You know, I always associate Area 51 with two things specifically. Yeah. One, the old light gun arcade game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, classic, classic yes. arcade game. Yes. And the other is from the same time period, uh, the movie Independence Day. Oh yeah, yeah, right where Will Smith is a, a Air Force pilot. Yeah, and um, you know that's where the the wonderful line "Welcome to Earth" comes from, <laughs> um, because there's the scene where they they're all like, "Oh, we we need to get somewhere with help," and where yeah. is there? There's just miles of desert, and he's like, "No, we're gonna head over here. We're gonna head north or whatever," and they're like, "It's just desert," and he goes, "Oh, trust me, there's help there," and they end up at Area 51. Area 51. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which also had mm-hmm. Lieutenant Commander Data in it. Bring it back around. More aliens. Brent Spiner sure was yep. in that movie. You're right. Yes. <laughs> that yes. was a good one, though. That was a fun one. That that movie was really kind of a cultural phenomenon at the time. Yeah. I mean, everybody went and saw that, and everybody was quoting it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it was right in the, the height of gold bloom mania, I think. Uh, <laughs> Just... That's very true. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was a fun one, man. And they really they used up the Area 51 lore with that. They really did well, I thought. I think so with too. Bringing it together, doing like, oh yeah, they sent out one early on, and it was mm-hmm. it crashed in Roswell. And it was just a test one. It was to see <laughs> if we were here, and then more stuff showed up later. It was it was a fun little like, okay, this is yeah, cool. Like I yeah. it was it was a fun thought and how to bring the lore together and, and incorporate Definitely. real world stuff with with uh, pop culture. A little right. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, Independence Day also that came out in '96. Like within the next. 18 months we got we got Space Jam yeah right speaking of Marvin Martian yeah uh, in Space Jam the movie where aliens come down to kidnap Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes um, Marvin Martian was the referee yeah because yeah. he is both a Looney Tune and an alien yeah right so that was kind of perfect um, we also got um, Mars Attacks oh such a good movie you know Mars At Attacks the time Mars Attacks is really funny uh, for me my yeah. story with Mars Attacks is funny because I, my mom and my brother and I went out and saw that movie and I don't know how. I don't know how this happened, Josh. I, I was okay. I was fourteen, maybe fifteen, and for some reason, it didn't click in my brain that that movie was a comedy. 
I feel like everybody that ever re- reviewed that movie <laughs> when it came out did the same thing. Like they thought it was going to be an Independence Day style serious I thing. I thought so too. I thought it was going to be, and, and it was just, I was like, this is like a worse version of Independence Day. And I don't know how, like looking back on it now, I don't know how I didn't see that it was see, supposed to be it, funny. I think a lot of people felt that way. Like maybe it was just coming off Independence Day or something. I don't, I don't even know if that came out first. I don't know the to- the order of them at all. But Independence Day came out on I July remember, 4th and Mars Attacks came out. I remember fall, seeing it going so. like, oh man, this is gonna be like you know it, it like all those old 50s style. Yeah. Like that, that's what I was expecting. That's what I got. Right. And that, you know that's what I went into it. But I think a lot of people felt the same way. They were expecting like a serious movie. But I don't know. When I saw the preview and Sarah Jessica Parker's heads on a Chihuahua. <laughs> right. I felt like I knew what I was getting into going Again, into the movie. I don't know how I didn't think this was going to be. Like, yeah. I, I don't. Well, no, no, no. You, it was you and a lot of people. Because if you go right. back and look at the reviews for that movie, mm-hmm. like people were just like, oh, it takes, it doesn't take itself seriously enough. It's, it's just like. Yeah, it's Tim Burton making a movie about aliens, yeah, it's, guys. It's Tim Burton making a, a 1950s parody comedy. Yeah. Sci- like, yeah. It's, it's quite literally sp- like it's Jack Nicholson making like the most lampoonish version of a president and I, ever. And I, and, I, and like, think, it just. Honestly, I think that might have been part of the issue is that Jack. I, I only knew Jack Nicholson from very serious roles. Yeah. Joker notwithstanding. But even even then, he took Joker seriously. Yeah. Right. And, and Which was probably why he. I still think he's the best Joker. But it will get some Yeah, that's a debate for another day. Yeah. Um, Pierce Brosnan was in it, right? And he he had just become James Bond. Yeah, right. Uh, it had and a ton, the, everybody was in it, and right, tons of good right. actors. Sarah Jessica Parker, who wasn't a comedic actress or anything like that, right. like the only thing she'd done comedic like that I can think of at the time would have been uh, the Halloween movie uh, Hocus Pocus. Oh right, and I, that might not have even been out yet. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Yeah, uh, I, you yeah. Know, just she wasn't like a no, because I mean she, she was in like Heather's before that. Yeah, it, it, she so. wasn't like known as a comedic actress. Right. So and, and it had a lot of people that Tom Jones was in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tons of people in there. None of them that you would say, oh, that's a comedic actor. Right. And I think that was part of the reason they got cast in those roles because it was because supposed to be it, a it, 50s style. Like right. the actors are being serious, but the script is. Funny, right. yeah. It's it's written right. to be goofy. Also, a very young Jack Black is in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's so many people in that movie. It's really true. Um, yeah, and so I, you know, I went back and watched it again uh, just a few months ago, and it was it was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed watching it again. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the, the, the computer effects don't quite hold up, but I think I think it it any cinema it adds I feel like that to, right, but I think it also adds to the charm of the movie. Like, yeah. okay, this movie came out at a very certain point in time. It, um, to me, it makes it feel more like that 1950s style because. Because you That's, look at those 1950s movies and you see like the wire for the ant or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. You can see it's like okay, that's funny. It's, well, it's and the other thing about Mars Attacks is it start. Do you know what the basis of Mars Attacks is? No, it's no. a Topps trading. Oh, that's set. right. That's right. It was. Right? It was. I yeah. do remember that. It's, I do remember that. It's a that. bunch of little paintings of the weird little mark mark aliens, yeah. like just showing up and attack Mars attacking. Yeah, literally attacking right? things. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember there was like cartoon comic-y things for us. I forgot that it was a trading card. It was trading it was cards trading originally. Card. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was it. Like there was no. As far as I know, there wasn't a comic. There wasn't a TV show. There wasn't. Yeah. There weren't. You know, there may have been toys, but like it was the fifties, so probably not. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was just just a bunch of Topps trading cards, and that was it. Yeah. I forgot that that's where that came from. Yeah. That's funny. That's <laughs> hilarious. Great movie, though. I I, yeah. I loved that movie. I thought it was great. It incorporated also the Area 51 stuff. The fact that they're playing those records. 
Yes. That's, that's what's killing the Martian. Yeah. It was just such a funny movie. Like, everything about it just, it, it hit home with me. I loved that one. I remember going to see that in the theater and dying, just dying mm-hmm. laughing in it. And it was an empty theater, though. There was, like, me and, like, three other people in there. Yeah, I don't think there were a lot of people <laughs> it, when I well, went. It was a small town, though, so I, it was basically every movie I went to was that way. But <laughs> Yeah, we'd only lived out in Arizona for about six months when, that, when yeah. we saw that. Um, yeah, so it was Independence Day, Mars Attacks, Space Jam, and then the other one within that 18-month window uh, was Men in Black. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Going back to Will Smith, the Alien movies. Did they movies, incorporate but, Area 51 in Men in Black? Uh, it's mentioned briefly. Is in, it? Okay. Well, it's mentioned I in- I they did the World's Fair thing, which I liked that. Right. Because everybody's always like, they look like flying saucers. And they made that, ha ha, yeah, they're flying saucers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was pretty um, cheap. I, I think Area 51 is mentioned in one of the movies briefly that it is one, uh, an, an MIB installation. Okay. Um, but I, I could be mistaken. Uh, it's been a while since I've watched- yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. watching the first one, yeah. and then I remember, like, a single scene in the third one. <laughs> <laughs> I like Men in Black 3. I know that's a very unpopular opinion. Um, it's the weird time travel one where... Yeah, I just remember the beach scene. That's the only thing okay. I remember at all from that that's movie. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, two, Men in Black 2 was, was rough. Uh, like, yeah. it's a good concept, and I don't know that the final script executed the concept well. Yeah. Um, and I went and saw Men in Black International uh, earlier this summer. Oh, yeah? How was that? That was a lot of fun. Um, it, it's, I like both of them. Yeah, both Chris Hemsworth and Valkyrie. Yeah, uh, I can't think of her name right now either. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I want to say yeah. I want to say Jamie Alexander, but that's the that's, gal that plays Sif. Yeah, that's not so, right. So, uh, shoot. Uh, it's gonna Who's be on like, Blind Spot? Tessa on. something? Is that, oh, I'm, I can't I'm, remember her. Uh, it, we're both yeah. the worst. Yeah, we are. Um, we're terrible. Regardless, it's uh, Valkyrie. Thor and Valkyrie together as the Men in Black. Um, it's really fun because it's it's it feels like it's kind of a remake of the first one, but it's still set in Men in Black continuity. But yeah, you don't have to have seen the other movies for it to work at okay. all. Okay, um, and in fact, there is a there's a scene. Uh, where real briefly they were kind of walking around and there's like the great moment in Men in Black history and you can see J and K fighting the giant cockroach monster from the first movie. Okay. Like as a painting in the background, um, which is a really nice touch. Yeah. 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 You know, they had that cartoon for Men in Black that I it, like, I remember catching it just briefly, like it'd be on in the background. Yeah. You know? I remember sitting down and watching it a couple of times and it actually was pretty good. Yeah. I kind of feel like Men in Black would be a really good series for that kind of, or property for that kind of a series where Absolutely. You, less the live action more the hey we can do anything do anything yeah, that someone's with drawing some, it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely watched some of that cartoon when it was on the animation style um, and just that house because they were the guys that did like the, the Godzilla cartoon yeah the they also year. did the, uh, the what was it the the revamp of the Ghostbusters right the um, Ghostbusters Extreme or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah which yeah. I liked their animation style which is why a part of the reason I watched it yeah and I, was I like, okay. I wasn't sold on it at the time oh really yeah okay. like it's looking back on it now I recognize what they were doing with yeah. it and my brain just wanted everything to look, look like Jim Lee's X-Men okay fair and enough it didn't. Fair. So. see and I think I appe- appealed to me because it looked slightly different than everything else which right. is kind of like, like why I liked like ah real monsters and you yeah. know some of those are yep. like because they always looked different mm-hmm. than everything mm-hmm. else that was coming out right at the time so yeah um, but you know bringing it back to the Area 51 stuff and more TV things I mean sure. there's even TV shows that have done the Area 51 stuff uh, one of my all time favorite sci-fi TV shows that is heavily, heavily, heavily involved with aliens. Mm-hmm. Star Trek, or excuse me, Star Trek, of course Star Trek. Stargate, excuse <laughs> okay. me. Okay, okay. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad sci-fi fan. You're going to have to explain the premise of Stargate to me because I don't, I know it has something have to do. you seen the movie? I have not, no. You've never even seen the movie? I have not. Oh my God. I know, I know. This is, so as, as much as I know 
kind of a little bit of everything about a lot of pop culture things, yeah. I have some really big blind spots. That's fair. And no, because uh, uh, this with a lot of people, like there's some things that just they don't appeal to you as much, and like in. Like, and it's not even that appeals to me big time. It, I love it, Stargate, Star like, Trek, Stargate, uh, Babylon Five, um, Farscape. Like, it's there's nothing. I have nothing against those shows. I've just literally never watched them. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know why. It you know either like they were on at a time where I wasn't home because I like had you know I was at college or or, or, yeah, 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 things, yeah. or I was watching other things or it was just like hey my brain's you know I, I could watch this but I've already watched Star Trek why am I watching yeah, not yeah, Star yeah. Trek right and you know like I've never seen sliders I've never seen like oh, kind of like most of those 90s sci-fi shows yeah. I just didn't watch them that's fair and I I don't have a reason for it I just didn't yeah I mean so. things appeal to different people man but yeah Stargate, uh, the basic premises of it is that aliens were here a long, long time ago. Okay. Uh, they are, you know, interplanetary explorers and everything like that, and they had these things called Stargates that they put up on the planets that they would subjugate and rule and everything, and they okay. were able to, you put in a code, and you could travel to another planet instantaneously. They were wormholes. Okay. All right, so basically just a stationary so spot a, for a wormhole. Stargate is a teleporter, basically. Kind of, yeah. Okay. It, it, it was the... Uh, if you don't know wormhole three, didn't know this wouldn't really matter. So basically, it was it was the spot where the wormhole. So like the video game Toe Jam and Earl, when you walk through the random doorway, not the elevators that bring to the next level, portal. but when you, when you walk through a door, oh, a portal, yeah, portals yeah. are better. Okay, yeah. I just wanted so, to bring up more aliens. It's the orange thing. Okay, and it connects to the blue thing that you Got walk it. through and come out of. Perfect. <laughs> okay. But uh, they they went crazy into lore. Like the movies are fun because they they incorporate a lot of like what people consider ancient alien theorists. Got it. You know all that kind of stuff. Like the uh, the one of the main characters in the show is uh, Daniel Jackson. And he has theories that the pyramids were landing platforms for alien spacecraft, and mm-hmm. was, they use a lot of that that ancient alien theorists believe kind of stuff okay. to, to formulate the lore for the TV for the show. show. Okay, and cool. uh, they even went tongue in cheek on the TV show, uh, which was one of my favorite things about it was that they they had in there in order to because there were stargates stored in Area Fifty One and other spacecraft and stuff like they okay. incorporated that, and in order to throw off the general public. They created a show about the Stargate program oh. within the content of the show that they had to consult on. Because <laughs> there's always people like talking about uh, there's conspiracy stuff because like the military was involved. Like they used military contractors and stuff to actually like as uh, overseers to like, hey, how would you do this kind of thing if we were out here? How would you mm-hmm. organize a squad? How would you organize this kind of – how would the military go about – setting up a bait, you know, just okay. things like that to give it an authentic, more military feel mm-hmm. to it because mm-hmm. these were supposed to be military people organizing this. Right. And there was always conspiracy that, oh, this was just used so they could put out fake information so that nobody would believe it because it's on a TV show. So they went, that's a great idea. Let's make a TV show about that. So they did that in a couple episodes of the show to make it a f- Stargate program based off the Stargate show. It, it, just, it was such a weird little, like, tongue-in-cheek look at themselves. So is, is, this, is this similar to... In the show Seinfeld, where they're making the show Jerry? Yes. Okay. Exactly like. The, the characters, but even more exaggerated, like there's one of the characters you have, Teal'c, where he's a big, big, big guy that has a slightly gold tint to his skin. Okay. Uh, you know, big gold, like, emblem on his forehead and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they have this guy painted up, like, all purpley and sparkly, and he's, like, got an eye on the center of his forehead and stuff. Just <laughs> they over-exaggerated the characters. The female character, who's uh, who's very scientific, very smart, very, you know, just mm-hmm. she she's a, you know, tough, badass, but very straight character. Mm-hmm. Like, not a, and I, I mean that in the act of, of the, she's not a comedic 
she's she's the straight person of the group kind of thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she's the person that doesn't get the jokes. <laughs> Got it. You know, and they have her character on the show part of it, like the super sex pot, overly exaggerated. Of you know, just uh, kind of, of they just it, yes. was, it just it was really funny getting to see that, like yeah. them, them making fun of it and using the Area Fifty One part of it and everything okay. to kind of just throw it out there. And that whole show, like they did a really good job with the the lore of aliens and doing all kinds of stuff and just creating a, a universe that kind of felt real like you know it's science fiction but sure. watching that you can go okay like if, if suddenly tomorrow all of a sudden there were aliens and they were exactly like this like I kind of like okay it would almost make sense to me it, okay. you know just because the way that they brought the history into it with the like ancient like all the major alien rulers are all named after gods and everything like that mm-hmm. and that's why we you know the gods were overseeing us and stuff because we were slave labor uh, okay. and those kind of it just it gets, we were food for some and you know okay. it just goes there was benevolent ones there was evil ones mm-hmm. it's, it was kind of neat just sitting there how they incorporated that with all the different religions and stuff with these different aliens from different galaxies and it was, it was a really fun fun show to do that kind of stuff with yeah, yeah. and then one of the other ones you mentioned Farscape yes <laughs> so uh, the only thing I know about Farscape is there's a guy that oh I hope I'm right uh, there's a guy that looks kind of like a Muppet but he has like a weird Fu Manchu mustache yeah that would be Rigel okay yeah um, I think that's also the show where they use frack as a curse word yes okay yes okay that's literally all I know about that show. Uh, well, they use Frell. 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 Okay. Does another show use Frack? Frack was uh, um, Battlestar Galactica. Ah, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. That's, that's, see, that's another one. It just Again, it's in that blind yeah. spot. Of... The, but Frack has kind of gotten into the science fiction. Like, a lot okay. of different things are doing. I think he even saw it in a Star Wars book on one of them. You know, okay. kind of thing. It just, it's, it's I, I could be general, wrong on that, but yeah. it's... A good general it, curse yeah, word that isn't a, really a curse word. Yeah, it's not a curse word. It's yeah. a science fiction curse word. It Just works perfect. It's a good fracking yeah. word to use. Yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> start, uh, sorry, Farscape was another good one. Uh, yes. That one was about a sci- uh, astronaut that has a theory about creating a wormhole. It creates okay. a wormhole, ends up on the other side of the galaxy, and gets stranded there. And they, Wonderful. They, yeah, they, that was all filmed in Australia. It was done with Jim Henson Corporation before. That's why the guy looks like a Muppet. Yeah, I mean, okay. it was. It was all the old school guard from Jim Henson were working on on Farscape. You, oh, which, cool. You, which part of the reason I liked that show so much is because the creature, the character design, mm-hmm. and everything in there was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have your characters like uh, one of them was Cardargo. He was one of the main characters. Just a big. Uh, his race was called Luxon. Okay. And. It's hard to describe him in any way, shape, or form without seeing the show because he's got like all kinds of tentacles and kind of like a dog face, but he's not a dog. And he's got like it's just it's so hard to describe what he is. Wait, what was his name again? Dargo, Car Dargo. Is that not just Jason Momoa's character from Game of Thrones? Kind of. Okay. Who Jason Momoa was actually on <laughs> on another one of the Stargate shows. Oh, I did know that yes, actually. That yes, was, that was one of the places where he got uh, his, his big fan base. I'm not sure if that's where he got his start. Officially, okay. I think that was his first major role, though. Okay, and was that Stargate Atlantis? Yes, it was. And yes, is that was. show? He basically was Chewbacca without having. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you know, we need a Han Solo Chewbacca kind of like characters. Uh-huh. Let's just make one character that's both of them. Great. Oh, so John Candy hired... and Spaceballs. Kinda. Yeah. Well, but he was a badass Han Solo oh, gunslinger okay. style. Okay. But then also he's the giant like dreadlocks and bigger mm-hmm. than everybody because mm-hmm. Jason Momoa was like. 
six eight or something like right. that. He's a big dude. Yeah. Towers over the rest of Hollywood because they're all five two. Right. So it's you know kind so of. So he's probably six one, but yeah. Probably. I mean, he's probably got the <laughs> Travis Willingham thing going where he's like six two, six three, maybe six four, but right. But everyone he looks like he's seven five because because everyone in Hollywood really yeah. tiny. Is five yeah. two, but Farscape did a real good job with the Area Fifty One stuff. It was all filmed in Australia, so it was kind of weird when they're talking about Area Fifty One kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And everybody's Australian accent, <laughs> right? <laughs> kind of a weird just position, but it, that was a good show as well. They did a lot okay. of uh, uh, Earth lore stuff, bringing it into it, and uh, it, it was it was a good one. It, it, it was fun, and just the alien design and creature design that was so fun because of the Jim Henson Creature Shop. Yes. Like those guys just like they would make uh, Rigel was a little puppet. He was okay. kind of a Kermit the Frog kind of little thing, just a little puppet. They gotcha. had uh, all the different humans that were put in the makeup and everything. You could see the Jim Henson touches on it because like the okay. just the heads were so elaborate and crazy. And even the ones that were simple, like uh, one of the main characters, Zan, who was just a plant person that was just colored blue. But the makeup effects they did on her were so detailed down to like just like the speckling they had on her eyes every time. Mm. If you just going back and watching, just like. Man, every time you see her, she's got this just detailed like makeup. It, was, it had to have taken hours every time she got on the script. Just for the simple, just she just blew. Yeah, but it had to take a ridiculous amount of time to get that to done get makeup, because of yeah. the details that they did on it. It was great, great show, and yeah. one of my my all time favorites. But what about cartoons, man? What are some of your your favorite? Oh alien man, cartoons. Alien cartoons. Well, let's. Uh, oh, I mean, we said Transformers. Obviously, we said Transformers, Transformers is a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, is he technically an alien? Because he's from a different dimension. He He's from a different dimension, uh, which, but I mean, I don't, there's a, where is the delineation between dimensional alien and space alien? Well, see, that's, right? that's yeah. I mean, it's it's up for debate, but, you know, he's, he, so Krang is, is well, a member. I, I mean, to, I would think he would be considered an alien because it's something from a different plane of existence, right. which is, I mean, that's. A different planet. It might as well be a different plane of existence. Right. At this it is. Point. A, it is a different planet. It's a different dimension. Yeah. Right. He's not from Earth in Dimension X. He's from just Dimension X in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would count him right? as an alien. Yeah. He's also, a little brain thing. He's a brain with tentacles. tentacles. Yeah. 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 And a very weird speech pattern. Yeah. That yeah. was always so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Pat Fraley just killed it with that. Yeah. Uh, no, Krang was was great. Um, you know, got a little a little husband and wife like sitcom husband and wife. Old married coupley with Shredder uh, towards the end of the show. There, I mean, that's but, like every yeah. bad guy duo in yeah. a in an eighties cartoon kind yeah. of thing. It's, I mean, it's really true. Yeah, um, I liked him a lot. Um, do you remember the show Dino Saucers? Yeah, right where it's a Dino Saucers. <laughs> Sorry for missing. Yeah, I apologize. no, that's. That's why I followed up because yeah. I figured if both of us were bad, it would be fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that, that was one of the best. Cartoon intros ever. It really was, and uh, if you if you've never heard it, just pause our show right now. Go to YouTube, look up Dino Saucers, uh, saucers like you know flying saucers, yeah. or like the thing that goes under your teacup, mm-hmm. right? And Dino, like short for dinosaur, um, because it was a bunch of alien dinosaurs, right? And and they they were anthropomorphized, right? They were kind yeah. of hum, you know half human, half dinosaur, um, and they were intelligent. And the the dino saucers were led by Allo, who is an Allosaurus. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were arch rivals with the Tyrannos, who were led by Genghis Rex, who is a Tyrannosaurus. Um, who knew with a name like Tyrannos? That they'd be the bad guys? There'd be a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, there. right, right. <laughs> and who knew that Genghis Rex was going to be the bad guy? Yeah. Yeah, in an 80s action cartoon for kids. Um, Dinosaurs is weird because it lasted the whole season. 
right? Yeah, and it wasn't only like one season. There was one season of like 26 episodes. Um, toys were designed. But never put out, right? But never put out in the United States. Oh. They did come out in South America. I want to say Argentina. It may have been Chile. It may have been Brazil. I don't remember off the top of my head. Hmm. Uh, but somewhere in South America, Dinosaurs toys were released once. Uh, oh, yeah. There's one run of them. They currently go for hundreds of dollars on eBay. I believe if, it. If you want to track them down. One. Yeah. Wow. Um, but it was they a cool cartoon. Cool. I remember it felt like the cartoon was on forever, but I always kept seeing the same episodes. Now I know why. Yeah. Yeah. There was one season. Yeah. It ran for a year. Um, and that was kind of it. Uh, yeah. But I, 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 did, I, you know, it's one of the shows that it, I don't think it ever got a home video release. So any, yeah, I've I've only ever been able to see it on YouTube. And yeah, stuff. I don't, sometimes I've never episodes will pop up anywhere, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't considered a success, even though all of us '80s kids remember it. Remember it, yeah, yeah. And I honestly think that I, when I, I, the theme song pops in my head immediately as soon as you say it. Like, yeah, it, it's surprising that it hasn't had a revival or something or done you know something. There is a comic series going on right now called Dinosaurs that is about alien dinosaurs. I have flipped through the first couple of issues. It is nothing like the cartoon show in the worst ways. Oh, really? Um, it might be a great comic. I, 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 but it's so different from what I expect a comic called Dinosaurs to be <clears throat> that I am. I, admittedly, I am unfairly not giving it a chance. Yeah. Is this kind of like, uh, and, and again, I'm, this is just an example. Sure, uh, right. A lot of people with the Thundercats roar, uh, they saw the art style for that and like the little thing, and it was like, okay, this is cutesy and funny. Despite what you think about Thundercats, it took itself seriously. Thundercats roar is closer to Thundercats than this Dinosaurs comic. Really? Is Dinosaurs. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That yeah. much of a difference? Wow. Yeah. Okay. But while we're on the subject of Thundercats, Technically, they're aliens, too. Oh, right? yeah, big time. They're from the planet Thundera. They landed on third Earth, which I presume is just Earth, the yeah. third planet from the sun, right? Um, but, yeah, Thundercats was a was a great fun or show. third Earth and the experiment aliens started? Uh, um. Well, <laughs> yeah, they never explained what third Earth means. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, on third Earth, you have Mumra, the ever-living, the, the mummy yeah. that turns into a, a Conan villain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the mutants, right? They're all the, like, the sli- Slythe, the lizard guy, and, and yeah. Monkeyan and Jackalman. And uh, can you guys tell I watched a lot of 80s cartoons as a kid? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I was going to read up um, one of my all-time favorite mm-hmm. alien cartoons yes. would, would be Voltron. Yeah, technically Voltron is an alien cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and even if you want to say, like, okay, maybe they were humans. Right. The things they're fighting are the, not no, the, humans. Uh, <laughs> Bio-beasts? Is that what they were Yes. Called? Yeah. I think so. That make, that sounds right. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I it, really should know that. It's night. been a long time since I've actually gotten to watch Voltron. It was yeah. mostly when I was a kid. Yeah. But I think Bio-beasts is right. I think so. It's something very similar to that if it's not Bio-Beast. It, it, I, th- I think that was right. Yeah. I remember it was traumatic when my mom had to send off my lead-painted Voltron. Oh, no. <laughs> because it was 1984, and they were just realizing that lead paint was poisonous for yeah. kids. And my Voltron cover- figure was covered in lead paint. Oh, apparently. no. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I remember sending getting that set off because, no, we have to send it off. No, I don't want to. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. Now it turns but, out you'll die. Yeah, yeah. But that was a great one, man. I loved watching Voltron that. Was, Voltron was a lot of fun when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I, I have tried watching some of the old Voltron episodes as an adult, and I unfortunately, for for my tastes, they don't hold up very well. Oh, the, like but, for kids, they were fantastic. Yes. It wasn't a for everyone show. No. No, not at all. No. Um, 
as my mom would say, uh, when she used to be forced to watch Master of the Universe with, with me, mm-hmm. it was for kids. Yeah. She could still scar- cite the entire theme song and every character ever on that show. Sure. But it was for kids. That show was for kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what cartoon I watched as a teenager that was about aliens? What's that? Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Taylor, yeah, you're right. That yeah. is about aliens. Yeah. 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 Goku is just Superman, right? Just little baby sent to Earth for Super whatever Monkey reason. Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's he, Dragon Ball is like this weird combination of Superman and Journey to the West, um, and Veggie Tales. Uh, Everything's named after vegetables. Yeah, <laughs> just the Saiyans. But yes, yes, you're not, not wrong. Not just this. Well, uh, you shouldn't say just vegetables. Food. It's not just the Saiyans. <laughs> yeah, it's not just the Saiyans. No, because the Ginyu Force are all named after milk products. It, well, Frieza. Right. And well, his dad cooler. Right. <laughs> Right. We, we, we well, can no, go no. on for a long yeah, time yeah. with the difference. <laughs> my, my brother is a huge Dragon Ball fan. I don't know if he's going to ever listen to this, but if he does, he's going to sh- just make fun of me for not correcting you on this. So, Josh, I'm sorry. Sorry. His brother, Cooler. Oh, sorry. My and, fault. And my their fault. father, King Cold. Sorry. Yes. My fault. Yes. My fault. It's all okay. It's okay. Normally, I would just let that go. No, but... it's okay. It's okay. Because <laughs> otherwise, we'd end up having uh, the people in the control room right now listening, probably beating down the door telling me, you got it wrong. Right. Right. Yes. So, yeah. Because... Sorry, guys. It's, I don't know as much Dragon Ball as you do. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Just wait till we talk Superman. Also an alien. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about wonderful Probably pop culture aliens. Probably the most famous of yeah. pop culture aliens. Yeah. So yeah. how the Superman symbol is basically recognized on every square inch of the planet. Yeah. I would say he's probably it, the most famous of all aliens. I, uh, I'm going to say this and only because I don't have a better phrase for it. In the entire civilized world. Everyone would recognize the Superman logo. Even in the uncivilized world. Some of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there have been things where they show people like symbols of stuff and uh-huh. people know and Superman. And they know Superman? Yeah. Okay. All right. People, Fair enough. People even even in random. <laughs> random. <laughs> like South American villages where they've got a Super Bowl shirt from 1982. Sure. Because it was in a box of clothes given to them. Oh, yeah. We know Superman is. <laughs> okay. All right, so fair it's, enough. It's a random it, – Superman and Mickey Mouse for some reason. Even places that don't have televisions or anything where you could see – Mickey Mouse. They still know Mickey They Mouse. still know who Mickey Mouse is. That's and that is why Disney fights trademark law everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> For everything. <laughs> because they are still actively using Mickey Mouse a lot. Yeah. And they don't want to lose the copyright on the copyright yeah. or the trademark on that. But, and Warner Brothers benefits because they own Superman. Yeah, so as yeah. as long as Disney keeps keeping Mickey Mouse safe, Superman will continue to be owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah. yeah. And let's uh uh it's a whole other topic for another day when we actually talk about Superman, sure. you know, being a probably one of the godfathers of, of pop culture anyway. It's probably true, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, one of the most famous aliens and one of those that most people know his little bit of alien story. You tell somebody, you're like, what's Krypton? They don't say, oh, it's a gas and it's this element. Right. No. No. Oh, that's where Superman's from. Yeah, that's really true. You know? Yeah. 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 You, you know, who do you know that's famous from Kansas? Clark Kent? Superman? <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it, it's one of those things a lot of people, they, they associate certain things with, with Superman. Anytime yeah. you say like, oh, an orphan alien was raised by two people. Oh, this is a Superman story. <laughs> orphan alien raised by one old man. Well, that's Dragon Ball. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it, it's, it's funny that and no, alien No, persona, we're not going to have the Superman versus Goku fight ever. I mean, we could, but it'd be... No, I, I worked in a lot of comic <laughs> stores for a lot of years. The answer is, if they're in the vicinity of a yellow sun, Superman wins. Anywhere else in the universe, probably Goku. That's a fair answer. Yeah. That's a fair answer. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I can shred that just as a Superman fan. But that's a fair answer. <laughs> I, you know what? That's that's that is my that is my. Uh, no, we're gonna leave it at that. Debate's yeah, over. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the answer I've come to. Just, that's probably the most. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Non-confrontational answer yeah. that you could have on this. Yeah. Be like, okay, if yeah. it's here, then he wins. If it's not, he wins. Yeah. End of discussion. Yeah. Yeah. You that's know, a fair one. Um, speaking of aliens, mm-hmm. which we've been doing, for and we got to talk about some movies. We do have to talk about some movies. I do. Well, okay. So kind of. Um, I I went back and rewatched all of Red versus Blue this last the last. Couple oh weeks, man! Right. So Red versus Blue, for those of you that don't know, is is a, a machinima series, um, which is an animated video game. So basically, a bunch of guys play Halo and record themselves making funny voices. Uh, there's it's more technical than that, but that's the Rooster easy Teeth, answer. I believe. Is Rooster Teeth right? Productions. Yes. Yep. Yep. Because uh, pardon my language, they came up with the insult cockbite. And decided that naming their company after that would be great, but they don't didn't want to name their company Cockbite, so they named it Rooster Teeth. Makes um, sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they the, season seventeen of Red vs. Blue is going on right now. Good lord, I didn't know they were still making it. Uh, yeah, I wasn't wow. sure either. I uh, one through thirteen are on Netflix, um, and they have the seasons just kind of mashed together as one big movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, you know, there's thirteen episodes, but it's season one, season two, season three, and you actually have to go into Netflix's drop down to pick seasons, which is a little obnoxious. Um, it won't just go to the next season. It well, it will autoplay? on like autoplay. Oh, okay. Um, but if you're like, since I always keep autoplay off because I tend to fall asleep watching Netflix and stuff. Gotcha. And I don't just want it playing all night. No, that's fair. Um, yeah, if I want to go to the next one, I have to actually click the season thing. Um, but yeah, so it's it's you know. It's, 20 episodes mashed together into one like 40 minute movie or whatever yeah um but yeah like i went through and and there is a lot of stuff with aliens as that show goes on most people only watch like the first three four seasons of red versus blue i found out yeah i probably only watched the first maybe two maybe three okay so seasons one through five are all kind of the same mm-hmm. um it's it's them in the box canyon having wacky adventures and, yeah you know the graphics get you know they 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 find a way to incorporate Halo 2 because they were like, oh, well, there's a new Halo. It looks better. We should go with this. Yeah. Um, season six, uh, they Bernie Burns learned how to write. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> it gets really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, six, seven, and eight are probably my favorites. Um, nine and ten are probably the best overall written ones. Um, 11, 12, and 13 is, like, just a completely different show. Like, it's still all the same characters, but it, like, how did we get here? Yeah. Is is how it feels. 14 is just like a bunch of shorts. Um, like, hey, other things that happened in the Red versus Blue universe. And then 15, yeah. 16, and 17 are a trilogy, and 17's going, or uh, 17 just finished, actually. Okay. Um, earlier this year. And wow, I had no idea it was still going on. Yeah, yeah. And a bunch of weird time travel god stuff. Like, it, it gets crazy. It gets crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to Rooster Teeth because Red vs. Blue was is has been really funny all along, um, and I, I realized that it had been probably a couple years since I'd watched it. Anything. I wow. think I started finished last time I watched it. We were like in the middle of season fourteen. Yeah. So I was like, I should rewatch all of these. Yeah. And I did, and it was a great time. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see in uh, movie wise how the Alien franchise. Oh goes, yeah, yeah. Since it's now owned by Disney by the House of Mouse. Yeah. Yeah, that will be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um, the old House of M. I, <laughs> that means something else. Um, Does it, though? Well, <laughs> I guess not since Disney bought Marvel, no. Um, oh, man. 
I really like the second Alien movie, Aliens. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I really care for any of the other ones. <laughs> you know, you know? I, I enjoyed all of them. Uh, That's fair. Just, I, I remember... Uh, <laughs> I was probably way too young to have seen it. The, seen sure. that first Alien movie, uh, HBO, late at night one time with my mom, and just went, oh, just just loving it. Just that that part where she she's got her head and she's kind of looking back, and mm-hmm. that thing comes out of her mouth mm-hmm. and just goes right toward. Like I remember looking at that, just going, wow, yeah. just like that is crazy, and just how scary it was. Like just different parts of that movie, like the suspense uh-huh. of like not seeing the alien until later on, and then and the I, practical effect part of it. Like yeah, it was a guy in a suit, but I didn't care. You know, no just, right. Because yeah. it's, it's a hell of a suit. Um, the thing that I will say about the first Alien movie is uh, I think I may have been too old when I first saw it. Okay. I was I was in college at some point. Oh, just, wow. It just kind of okay. came up that I'd never seen any of them. Yeah. And I was like, I should probably watch these. Um, and so I, I watched the first one and I, you know, the movie was, was at least 20 years old by that point. Yeah. And so it was really rough trying to like – the xenomorph had become such a fixture of pop culture already mm-hmm. that like the suspense of not seeing it just kind of felt boring Yeah, because I, I knew what it was. I knew what it could do. I knew. No, I, I showed it to somebody know. for the first time once when they were older like that yeah. and, and immediately got to like, Oh, that's the guy from the diner in Spaceballs. Yep. I went, Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. You're right. Yep. You're right. It is. <laughs> it, it is. Yes. And then, they're, Oh, I get that joke now. Yeah. Yep. 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 No, it is a hell of a movie, but unfortunately, I just I a lot of the entertainment was lost on me because I had already I already knew what the monster was. Yeah. Um, and then when I watched the second one, um, which is directed by James Cameron, who did Terminator Two, mm-hmm. and that's my favorite movie of all time, so that's probably a little bit more in my wheelhouse, anyways. Um, I love that movie. Yeah. I uh, it got released or they there was a um, the Harkins Theaters locally do the Tuesday night movie classics, and they did Aliens uh, last. Well, probably about a year ago, actually. Hmm. And my brother and I went and saw it, and we were like, holy crap, this movie is so good. And it was so much better on the big screen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, you know, Alien 3 is okay. Yeah. It's not. Alien Resurrection. You know, yeah. 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 I, I thought the Aliens versus Predator movies were good popcorn flicks. Like, they weren't good films. Sure. They were good popcorn flicks. That's fair. I uh, intentionally did not see those. Yeah. Um, I, I might go back and watch I like them creature feature movies and stuff That's, like that. Like, yeah. I, I, I will go watch a guy in a rubber Godzilla suit on the big screen. Like, sure. I have no problem. Like, yeah. to me, it's not a, uh, oh, this is graphics. It's No, no. I'm there for it to be entertained. Right. I'm not there to, like, have suspension disbelieved in every category. Like, right. no, yeah, yeah. I'm here to see a Godzilla movie. I'm here to see Aliens vs. Predators. I expect dudes in rubber suits fighting other dudes in rubber suits. Mm-hmm. And some, mm-hmm. you know, cool effects and guns. That's like, that's what I'm there for. Yeah. And at the time I was being all high and mighty and, and you know, well, I'm better than blah, blah, blah. No, I'm, that's fair. There's people right? that, that look and at it and they, they don't like those kind of movies because they, they appreciate movies for film, for the artistry of it, for the technical aspects and things. And, and they don't enjoy those kind of films. And that's perfectly sure. valid. Like, I, I understand those as somebody that, that tried doing film school and some things like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get those people. I understand why they are sure. very hard in their, like, no, this isn't a movie. This is horrible. Mm-hmm. Michael Bay is a terrible person. And, right. You know, it's yeah. like, okay, okay, I, I get why you had that. Right. I, on the other hand, I like those kind of movies. <laughs> I like to and just so, go and be entertained and forget about things so for two hours. the reason I didn't go see those movies specifically is I wanted to see Alien versus Predator. Yeah. I didn't want to see a movie about a bunch of humans with the aliens and predators on either side. Okay. Right? I, I wanted a silent movie effectively silent movie where the it was just a bunch of predators like a hand like okay. three four predators 
fighting a bunch, like a bajillion yeah. aliens. See, and I would like to see that too. I feel like right. that's the art school version of Alien versus Predator. I just think it's it, the, it, would, it, would all, think, it would be all about the stylized shots and the mm-hmm. film. Like, and I, I would I would love to watch that. I could watch that for two hours. I also think it's just the Capcom arcade game, and I really just wanted that as a movie. Yeah, that would be cool too. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. we kind of basically got Space Marines. Yeah, which like it's which I'm fine. okay with. Yeah, like it, oh, they weren't Space Marines; they were just people on Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, and yeah, yeah. And I was gonna like if they if they do another one at any point in time, I kind of feel like that's what they need to do is they need to just go ahead and embrace the. We're going to go all out. It's Space Marines. We mm-hmm. own the Alien franchise. We own Space Marines. All right, it's going to be them going somewhere, and they're fighting aliens and predators that are fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Let's just go, like, mm-hmm. go straight. Uh, um, oh, I'm sending the, the bug one. Uh, Starship Troopers with it. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Go yeah. straight Starship Troopers with it with <laughs> Aliens versus Predator and Space Marines. Like, just go all out, make yeah. it absurd and crazy, and just just embrace the nonsense yes. and go with yeah. it. I would like to see something like that. Yeah. Uh, I do really like the Predator movies, though. Oh, um, yeah. I The first one is great. I really like Predator 2, um, mm-hmm. the one with uh, uh, Danny Glover. Is that right? Oh, and, and then the Predator comics as well, when they, they interact with other, other uh, franchises and stuff, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the Predator Batman ones are fantastic. Those are a lot of fun. The um, Predator Robot Magnus, or Magnus Robot Fighter. Yeah. Those are, oh, man, I forgot about that. Yeah. The, like, a lot of people are like, who? It was right. a Dark Horse property. It, you know, kind of, yeah. like, it, it's yeah. it's a niche thing. But yeah. the one with him versus the Predator, like, they did a couple of those. They're so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. The art, everything in there was just amazing. Um which was kind of funny because in that one they they bring it back with a whole other franchise where because there was the uh, the predators versus Exo Man of War. Oh right, yeah. And, and in the robot Magnus fighter, he throws him the Exo helmet oh, as that's his cool. reward. Yeah, that's cool. Could, bringing it back to like the Predator uh-huh. Two movie with the you know to the victor goes the spoils. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gets the Exo helmet. It was kind of fun. Yeah, that just, is fun. Yeah, it just, those comics like I felt like were always really good no matter what they were doing. Just mm-hmm. and the Alien versus Predator comics as well, like. Even just the Alien comics. I've read a few yeah. of those, just a few of the random miniseries that have come yeah. out over the years. And like, Especially you know, when you get an artist that really likes it and he tries to get into that Geiger style, like just I, embracing it. I don't even mind when they, they're not even very good at, at like, I mean, like not that I'm not well, no, every, artists, say, but like, like Everybody's got different styles. I just, right. I just really like it when somebody's to really get into that Geiger sure. style stuff. Like yes. just throwing that in there, even if it's not their style. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. they put those kinds of like, hey, you know, I'm going to do a little bit of love to Geiger here. And I'm going to yeah. throw a crazy xenomorph wall in the background. Yes, like, that's fair. Yeah, 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 I love seeing I just, that kind of stuff. I, I've read a handful of those books, and and uh, like one of them, I've I've one that's the arts by Kelly Jones, the guy that did the the breaking of the bat cover. Yeah, right. Um, and just imagine that dude drawing aliens. Yeah, right. It's, it's one of the things I liked about it because it was just projects for everybody yeah. and whoever and like up and comers and things like that. You can find just, some random people. They're did just work these on. fun, weird stories. One, I mean, one of them that I read was totally Space Marines going back to uh, LV two, oh, four twenty seven. Uh, is that the Metroid one or the right one? I don't remember. I don't know. The one that's not the Metroid planet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but whatever the alien planet version is uh, and not the Metroid one. Um, yeah. Metroid, also a wonderful series yeah, about aliens. Yeah. Um, we barely scratched the surface of video games in this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, but just, you know, them sending Space Marines back to get another Xenomorph for testing to make the perfect soldier. Yeah. You know, and just how wrong that went. Uh, meanwhile, half the aliens have been infected with this plague that has turned them red and more aggressive. Yeah. Right? And just like, oh, man, like kind of this weird juxtaposition. Of I know we're almost everything. out of time, so we yeah. have to be brief on this. Do you remember when they introduced the aliens toys in like the uh, the 90s? Yes. The crazy amount, like the bullheaded alien that like yes. had the charging action. And, and the scorpion like, alien with the big 
yeah. pinchy arms. And, they went all out. Oh, the, the, and that those figures were so cool looking. Yeah. There was so much detail and stuff in those. Like the humans and the vehicles and stuff. No, not so much. Like those, they, <laughs> they were just, just they, they were glorified GI Joes. Yeah, they were just generic looking yeah. soldiers. Like the vehicles were just generic. But the aliens, man, the xenomorphs, they went all out on those toys. Okay, so it, in the last year, NECA Toys has been making new updated versions of those old Kenner toys. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. And they're... Were those Kenner? I thought Kenner was gone by then. Uh, well, it was Kenner had been purchased by Hasbro at that okay. point. Um, was it, it was, they were still operating as Kenner? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Hasbro had subdivided a bunch of their companies, and Kenner was the boys' toys department. Okay. So Beast Wars technically came out under the Kenner brand, uh, oh, not Hasbro, I didn't despite know that. being Transformers. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But yeah, yeah. So uh, the the Kenner uh, aliens uh, neck has been redoing them um, with the modern style articulation for action figures and stuff. So oh, they, wow. they're basically glorified Marvel Legends. Oh right? wow! Or unbranded Marvel Legends. How's that gonna look? Some of those looked good because they didn't have the art. You know what I mean? Just the so, way that their poses were and stuff like. Yeah. Adding that articulation is gonna like so you now can, I don't have that solid arm. Right. I have a bendy you have that piece arm, here. But the aliens actually hold up pretty well because Do of they? the way Geiger designed them. Yeah. They still they look articulated like insects and they stuff. Look anyways. In, okay. Um, and the humans actually look pretty cool because they look like Marvel Legends versions of yeah. the old. Yeah. Can, you know. See, yeah, the human part of it, I'm not so much worried. Sure. To me, it was just like, I'm, I'm thinking distinctly like that bull alien, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. how cool it looked just because of the pose it was and its sure. arms and yeah. the armor it had on it. So it's yeah. just like, okay, well, if I make that more poseable, I'm going to have to lose some of that armor on its arms and its chest and everything to no, add that they, articulation. they've but managed to keep they managed it all. To do it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, I just, that's something I worry when I see some toys. It's like, oh, we redid this and it has more articulation. It's like, yeah, now it's got a giant ball socket shoulder. Yeah, and it doesn't look good. That that is a problem. And I I, I will say I don't know how playable the new ones are. Uh, like the Kenner ones were built for kids to play yeah, with. Yeah. These new ones are made for adults to display. Yeah. Right. So I don't know how playable the new ones are. I haven't bought any of them because I. Well, I, we're adults. We don't care about yeah. playable. <laughs> well, I I would like to play with my toys sometimes, and every time I try, they break. So I want more toys for kids. Fair enough. Because I'm still a big kid at heart. And with that, we're out of time. Yeah, we are, unfortunately. We're going to have to bring this up again in the future. Uh, If you guys have some alien stuff you want us to talk about or something you really love, go ahead and uh, send us a message, and uh, we'll see how the Area 58 one raise go this weekend. Yeah, so far it seems like it's about uh, about 70 people standing around being like, well, now what? But, uh, you know, hopefully something interesting happens that doesn't involve people getting shot. yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, let's hope, knock on wood. <laughs> Hit us up. At Don't a- actually go and try to get into Area 51. No, no, do not. Do not. Because that's on you if you do. It is, yeah, I know we want to get them aliens. <laughs> it but is a military base. It is, it is, it is an Air Force <laughs> base. They are testing secret equipment there. They are... It, it's, it's a military base, guys. Yeah. They have guns. There's 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 laws I, I like that that are in place. I don't care how many of you there are. I don't care how many of you Naruto run. Yes, they can get you all. <laughs> yeah. Don't go to Area 51 unless you're in the military. They, they probably designed the thing to get you all at Area 51. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Anyways, all right, everybody. Hit Have us a up good at one. Atomic Monsoon on special social medias with the underscore on Instagram. Uh, and thanks again to our friends at DefM Records and the DefM Record All-Stars for our theme song. Yeah. And now it's time to get out of this world. Yeah. Everybody have a good one. Peace. Peace.